You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Y'all ready for this? We're going to get dinged. YouTube's uh, going to get mad at oh, us. Oh, I figured we weren't able to do that in sequence. We oh. could just fuck it up. What if we harmonized too well and YouTube, or YouTube immediately got shut down? I don't think it's a thing. Do you I guys really want to hear a fun story about getting shut down real quick? Yeah. So this weekend, uh, someone tweeted at me like a really old screenshot of... Uh, a video I did on TFM um, promoting Mitt Romney, mm-hmm. which was funny to, in 2012, like for the 2012 election against Obama. And uh, it was really funny to me because, and I re- responded to this, and I was like, yeah, this, this f- couple funny things about that video I did, because one, I didn't vote. Two, I didn't really care who won. Like, I, I was fine with Obama winning, Obama Romney is like, whatever. I don't, that's like, I, I miss elections like that, where it's like milk toast and I just don't even have to care. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I, I, two, I didn't, I promoted him, didn't care if he won or not. And three, the only reason I did it is because I'm a dirty little slut and will do anything to get on a camera. Right. And someone reported me for calling myself a dirty little slut and I was suspended from Twitter for 24 hours. Really? Yeah. Recently. This weekend. You, well, you can't say dirty little slut on Twitter? Dude, I don't fucking know. You I got can't an call email? yourself? You can't self-identify I as was, a dirty little I, slut? Yeah, it yeah. was purely yeah. self-deprecating. I was calling myself a dirty little slut. Well, first of all, I don't like even the negative connotations associated with that. Yeah. When even saying you're self-deprecating because I openly and proudfully consider myself and self-identify as a dirty little slut. Same. Right. Right. I've also been called out years after the fact for calling myself a mongoloid. <laughs> Because apparently, like, that's making fun of, I don't know, some special needs thing. But right. it's like, I'm, is it? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure a mongoloid is just what they called the Mongols. Mm, no. I don't think it's like, no, Asian. I feel like it's no. some sort of like. <laughs> mongoloid think? definition relating to the broad division of humankind, including the indigenous people. So it's really, it, the, the term, oh, the offensive term is having Down syndrome, essentially, I guess. Okay. Uh, so. Essentially, it was a, uh, it's a normal word that kind of got put on people with Down syndrome and other mm. probably mental disabilities. Mm. But it's like a normal word. You know what I mean? Like and I was calling myself that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think, what's another normal word? That, like gay, for example. Yeah, it was originally like happy or joyful. Right, right, yeah. right. And then got used to describe, I don't know who used it first, but mm-hmm. now it's unless if you're not a gay person. Like you, you can't you can't call something gay essentially, right? Which is pretty interesting. Like, I, I guess was that associated with men first? Because like women can also be gay, but then are also lesbians. I think it went with men first, and that's not it's not a good one to one comparison, but that's just the first thing that popped in mind. But yeah, mongoloid. It wasn't like the American Psychiatric Association like invented that term for no no for people with mental disabilities. I thought it was just a dude who lifts too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like South Park redefined fag as a dude on a motorcycle. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're taking that back. But anyway, my Twitter's back. back. I got in an argument with my girlfriend over life coaches and the fact that they could use the word coach. And I said, that's our word as athletes. (laughs) And you're misappropriating us. I start doing that like around the house all the time. Like, that's my word. (laughs) Everything's your word. Anything... Like, beard, that's my word. Yeah, beard, beard. Uh, We are beards. Listen, all athletes are not coaches, though. Let's not get it twisted. No, but it's it's like a square rectangle situation. Actually, most good athletes aren't are very bad coaches. Well, yeah, but it's still an athletic term. Bad coaches, bad GMs, bad owners. But it's well, an see, that's a biz- term. The GM is a business term. Yeah, you don't want an athlete in there mucking up that business. Mm-mm. But you like the term life coach. Like you can't coach someone at life. Like you, sure you, you can. can. No, if it's you not can trick enough people, to it is pay not you. you. 
on how to live your life. Where is Dan's going? Fun, fun fact. I know someone who is a life coach for life coaches. Yes, I know about that now. That's, and it's, and it's that's the top of the pyramid scheme right there. Yeah. That's perfect. She's the queen of it. Like, she runs it. You know what I mean? Like, she's figured it all out. And she's dominating. I, I respect her for it. Find your lane. I want to light her on fire. No, find your lane. She's exploit cool. it. Which, which, <laughs> uh, as we found in softcore history last week, you hang witches. Like Actually, you, you do them. both. At Salem, they hanged them, but in Europe, they burned them a lot of times. And they, they mashed someone with rocks. Just one guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was always under the impression you burnt the witches. Uh, you do a little bit of A, a little bit of B. Just depends. Like, Joan of Arc was burned, but the Salem... Is she a witch, though? Yeah, she was tried for witchcraft, among other things. The Comanche... She could ride a horse. And was a lady. That's Wasn't true. there like kind of speculation that it was, she was one of the first transsexuals? I don't know. They tr- people try to retcon that shit constantly. Yeah, yeah she. Yeah, was, I don't know if you can retroactively claim someone as the hero for your community that don't exist. It's, <laughs> we're, we're just essentially trying. half of history. If is people Albus Dumbledoring people through history? You exactly. Know what I mean? Yeah, we. I just like, watched that one last night. Number six, what? where they have to redo the memory. Oh, I just Listen, meant making him gay after the fact. It can't be a strong um, woman, all right? Yeah, it can't just be a strong heterosexual woman. No. She was gay. Wait, they made Dumbledore was gay? What? Dumbledore's gay? Yeah. Dumbledore's always been gay, though. I didn't know that. I'll be, I'll be honest. I, I, I was annoyed that she like fully retconned it after the fact, but like you get that vibe in the, in the seventh book. Get yeah. your turf talk out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine. Joan yes. Mark was trans. Whatever. Who cares? I mean, she still like failed miserably and died. Yeah, I don't think she won. I don't, I don't think she remember. failed she miserably. Didn't fail. She she won some battles. She was a. Uh, did she did she actually win a battle? She yeah. was, as we in the tech community like to say, a disruptor. Yes. Where is Dan's gun? Nick has a gun. Nick, where's your gun? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm actually Not contributing today. to the show. You didn't bring your gun today. No. He doesn't. Oh. Oh, okay. Cool. He's wearing sweatpants. Yeah. No, I'm wearing joggers today. So it just doesn't fit in the, the waistband. No, it's just too heavy. It pulls okay. it down. Dude, someone was murdered on Old Torf like yesterday. Again. Who cares? We work on Old Torf. We're voting yes you know the for Prop A. What? Voting yes for Prop A, refunding the police. Yeah, I got to figure out how I'm going to vote on that one because they're actually already fully refunded. I don't want to get into that. It was a sports show. I got to figure out how to vote. Yeah, I was reading it this morning. Yeah. You got to register. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get into yeah, that. Yeah, I'm going to uh, do that. Anyway, but yeah, dude, there was a fucking guy murdered uh, just on the other side of 35. Uh, some fucking DoorDash driver was parking, you know, Winebelly? Yeah. Um, parked in front of the Cricket Wireless that's mm-hmm. also in that strip mall. Right. Got out to go run into, I think, into Winebelly. Cricket Wireless definitely is drawing some racial conclusions here. Uh, well, so here's the thing. He parked in a Cricket Wireless spot, not a Winebelly spot, and so some fucking uh, boot vulture immediately Ooh. ran out and tried to boot his car, uh-huh. right, to basically extort him. Right. Um, and the guy was like, get off my car, and, like, kicked him, not hard. Like, he didn't, like, wind up, like, soccer kick him, but he was like, dude, get off. And the guy, and, like, apparently a fight broke out. Like, not even a, uh, like, hardcore one. Like, not an expert one, as you would say. Fisticuffs. Yeah, but fisticuffs nonetheless. And the boot vulture uh, pulled a knife out of mm. his little knife holster. As one would expect from a boot vulture. Right. Yeah, yeah 100%. And uh, stabbed the DoorDash driver, and he bled out right there in the parking lot. <laughs> Listen, it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> is, that, is that a win for blue-collar labor over uh, modern it's, jobs? I think it's a win for property rights. <laughs> right. I agree. <laughs> There's a few things you got to look out for, and guys, you should never get into a fight with. Vultures. Uh, <laughs> Vultures, top of the list. You should probably just not get into a street fight in any altercation because you never know what they're packing. Um, it's just good to observe. Yeah. I'll be honest. Pa- passivity. A lot of times, and I think this is true, people call the police too much. You know what I mean? Like, my neighbor built a snowman that looks erotic. They call the police or something. Well, do you hear about the guy who didn't mow his lawn yeah, in Austin? Yeah, there's that too. But that... that do we go into that? Yeah, so in, uh, in me and Dan's neighborhood, uh, Dan Holloway, um, this guy hadn't mowed his fucking lawn in a while. This be, is an Austin crime show today. Hold on, Tom. It would be Dan Holloway and I's neighborhood. Yeah, Dan, Dan Holloway and I's neighborhood. Yes, <laughs> it's too nice of a neighborhood to have shitty grammar. Exactly. Um, it's a very nice neighborhood. Yeah. 
Uh, in which someone wasn't mowing their lawn in, which yeah. I understand how you could be upset at such a thing in such a nice neighborhood. Also, yeah. you, you don't get to like say it's my neighborhood. You're not there yet. He owns property. It, not, this wasn't not dripping yet. This was it's Circle C. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this guy hadn't mowed his lawn. HOA shows up and they're like, hey, we're going to mow your lawn. Uh, you need to do it, but we'll do it for you. And they might have been trying to serve a fine too. And I guess the guy just started popping off shots. Yeah, yeah, just unloading at them, which you are allowed to do in Texas if people are on your property. Yeah. Then I believe the SWAT team came, announced themselves as police, in mm-hmm. which times you probably have to quit firing on them. Right. Uh, he did not exit his house and then lit his house on fire. Mm-hmm. Then after it started burning down, he ran out firing at the cops, in which they uh, shot him dead. Yeah. Uh, did, wasn't there another person in there? Wasn't it like a hostage? A no, ending? they thought there was a hostage, okay. but he was alone, which uh, I assume he had been for quite some time. Yeah. And this is... Solely because he just didn't want to cut his grass. Yes. So that is, this is a loss for property rights. Stick it to the man. Yeah. Look, no one tells another white man what to do with his lawn. And also, I think it's bullshit that the HOA called the police. You enforced it, bitches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. what am I paying you for? Right. H- get your gun. What are these Mike for? and Karen and everybody, get, go, get, go back to your house, get your rifle and your pistol, and you go back there, and you teach Ted a lesson. <laughs> You put it in his mouth and yeah. you say, you mow that goddamn lawn. Yeah. I, 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 think it was a, I thought it was a real Bush League move that the HOA had to call city police. Do it yourself. That's right. It's your neighborhood. Yeah. Where's your, where's your community watch? I see a signs for him. Right, yeah, right, exactly. I'll talk, I guess. I guess when you knock on the door and he starts blasting through his own door at you. Yeah. yeah. He was doing his own community watch on his. I think we should arm all community watchers. So property rights went 500 this weekend, which yeah. is pretty good in baseball. Yeah. That's well, no, not not hit 500. Just went like one and one. Yeah. Which you know you got your money back. So. Could still be good in baseball. Yeah. Braves Sporting only need to go one and one over the next uh, two games. Yeah. Is there something about sports where like 50 percent is good? Like that just makes the sport shitty. Like if you're only oh, doing no. half, if you're only succeeding half the time. I mean, baseball is a third of the time. Right, and but, in your Hall of Fame. But then what's succeeding, though? Because the pitcher is succeeding 66% of the time. 70% of the time, rather. If not more. So somebody's succeeding. You just want to be in the meaty part of the bell curve. Sure. No matter what it is. Yeah. I just want to be in the meat. I guess so. How was your boys' weekends? It was amazing. It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. We, we started off with, like, what? Made some money. Yeah. I, I was on a 12-fight calling win streak and from back from the previous UFC. Giorgio picked mostly favorites. That's just how the UFC does. Well, yeah, do play whatever. Yes. Um, but then we did see some upsets. We saw a upset. Yes. We saw that was, one. That was the, the main event. And that was Glover Teixeira becoming the second oldest UFC fighter to win a belt. Actually, he became the oldest to ever win the belt for his first time, which I think is a super interesting stat. Because, you know, if you win it and get it back and you're riding as a champion, as an old guy, that's one thing. And Randy Couture did it in a different era of UFC. I think Glover doing it right now is really something special. But does that kind of give you a, a hint of where the light heavyweight division is right now? And what do we, what do we expect for Jan Blachowicz after this? He's just going to wait. He's going to chill. Might, might have one more fight, but then get the title shot of the winner of Glover and Yeri. I think he looks too much like Stipe and is going to face a similar path to Stipe. I doubt it. Where he's just going to trickle down the rankings without fighting, because I think Yuri's next up in line, and I think Radich, if he gets a fight, it's going to be against Radich. Why did this? There we go. Now it's back It's on been me. doing that. Yeah, is it the hot dog that it's focusing on now? Mm. No, it's probably right in the middle. Okay. And then it's not picking up either one of our faces. Sad. But yeah, I think Radich is next in the light heavyweight division for Yuri. And then we see Magomed coming up as well. And there's this big Danistani push. I think you're going to see the better the UFC does in Abu Dhabi, a sense like uh, financially, the more you'll see a push for these Dagestani fighters. Even if people don't like them as much in the U.S. and they'll kind of chirp about it, I think uh, there's too much money there for them not to... Ex- Fast track some of their stars. I think you can give Chemayev a title fight tomorrow and people wouldn't get mad about it. Yeah, 170. Yeah. But, I mean, that's because Usman's already cleared out the division. So once he beats Colby, which he will, I think, yeah, you could honestly rocket Chemayev. He'll probably be, what, like 10 or 11 in the rankings, but still get a title fight. You know what's interesting? In his last four fights in the UFC, uh, two at uh, 70 and two at 85, He's been hit once. Once, yeah. So uh, you ever been in? You ever fight four professional fighters and only been hit once? Uh, no. 
I was going to say, I, if I fought four professional fighters, I would only get hit four times. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I would believe that as well. <laughs> Ow. Stop it. Ow. I hate you. It's, it's amazing you think I'd even make a noise. Yeah, that's true. You're out. Yeah. Done. What are you... If I make a noise, I win. It's like that Always Sunny episode where Mac accidentally blocks a, a fucking kick from the karate guy. Gets and scores a, point. a point. Yeah. <laughs> He's so happy about it. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Like. Did you score a point in the karate in an official, Yeah. Uh, but, dude, enough about fighting that no one cares about. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's yeah, talk about true. the big fight news. Yeah. F- a Fury brother will be fighting a Paul brother. So I called this. Let's just go and get this camera back to me. And he said it would never happen. And I said it, go I, damn. I just said it wasn't like a big enough fight for Jake Paul to take. I think a guy with I think two million Instagram followers is not a big enough fight not. for an internet celebrity to fight. It's still stupid. Two million is not a, a big number. Anyone has two fucking million followers on Instagram. No one in this whole fucking production company that has millions of listeners has two million fucking followers. Chuck Liddell does not have two million followers on Instagram. Yeah, that tells you Chuck Liddell's a much bigger star than fucking Tommy Fury. Instagram followers are meaningless. They're dumb. Well, I'll agree with that to an extent, but at the same time, it's not like, you know, even if you're going to buy 2 million Instagram followers, you're going to pay a couple grand Like, for I it. get the appeal. Oh, it's a boxer, but he's like a really bad boxer, so it's somebody Jake Paul could beat. So this is what's going to happen. He's finally going to beat his boxer. This is the equivalent of, and I'm not trying to take some sort of like anti-fucking feminist stance here or anything, but in those uh, Battle of the Sexes, the tennis matches from yeah, back in the yeah, day? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. It was a current professional female player playing a former professional, like, 55-year-old man. Who would smoke and drink and had not been practicing tennis for any amount of time when he took this fight, or took this match. Yeah, I mean, he was absolutely, well, first off, aside from just being 55, which in tennis is being 100. Right. Um, yeah. He was living his retired life. I mean, he was still playing tennis. Tennis players, golf players, any athlete like that is always still playing after the fact. He is but, smoking a cigarette and letting women in the country club pay him money to serve at them. Right. <laughs> Let's not call but, this tennis at a competitive yeah, level. So this, is, this is sort of the fighting equivalent of that. In a, in a two, not, it's, this is a better fight than that as a tennis match, I think. But like, at the same time, though, like, he's going to maybe beat a boxer technically now. The best thing that came from that tennis match is the movie with Steve Carell. I still need to see that. It yeah. actually looks very well cast and yeah. pretty funny. It was very well shot, too. Very, very, the, the images looked of the time, which, yeah. which I was really happy about. But back to Tommy Fury. Um, I understand that us three here are men, but Love Island apparently is big around the world in some way. Okay. And he was also on that TV show. Okay. Now, his brother, Tyson Fury, probably the generational best heavyweight that we have in the world, said he would take away the name. He wouldn't be allowed to be called Tommy Fury. He wouldn't be allowed to be a Fury anymore if he lost to Jake Paul. So uh, that's a, that is a, a valid thing to say. Jake Paul... Well, that's what, Tyson needs to be involved. That's yes, what I'm saying. Yes, but yes. Tommy by himself is not the cell. You can't... Well, I agree, though. Like, you gotta, gotta take... You know what the bet should be? Is he has to add an extra R to his last name. Oh, no. He, uh, it has to be Tommy Fumbles. Oh, okay. Instead of Tommy Fury, it's Tommy Fumbles for a year. Fumbled the bag. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair thing to say to him. I almost like that bet. Like Jake Paul is getting better at this in some way. Is he? He didn't seem that good against uh, what's his nuts? Woodley. Yeah, Woodley like wanted to play along, but didn't. It was really weird. Like, Got I just, Yeah, it was like half and half, and then like the tattoo was pretty Knocking terrible. Like, obviously, Paul knocked Askren the fuck out. Yep. But Woodley. I mean, Woodley like, should have put Paul on the mat. It was a good. Paul got saved by the ropes. It was a good uh, athletic exchange between two people. I wouldn't call it a good boxing match by any means, um, and I really hated watching it. Yeah, uh, but I think him versus Tommy Fury might be interesting. I think Tommy might throw with him. Ben? Yeah, and he'll be able to get hit too because again, he's not a good boxer. No, but do you think training with his brother in any way could help him? No, he's too big. He gets gassed too easy. And uh, again, he, he lacks basic fundamental boxing. Tommy Fury is a 7 0 boxer. Yeah. Also, Jake, he has fought more competitive boxing matches than Jake. Saying somebody's 7 0 in boxing is not like a, an accomplishment. Jake gets gassed pretty quick, too. So is this just going to be like a fucking idiot slap fight for the last like six rounds or however? Yeah. Many? How many yeah. rounds are they going to go, first of all? I think probably eight. 
Yeah. So it's not even going to be a full boxing match. Never is. No. And then it's just going to be like two gassed dudes. Like Tommy Fury was on the undercard for the Woodley fight, and he for a four round exhibition looked terrible. Also beating up Jake Paul's training partner at that time, who was an MMA fighter who I have no clue who the fuck he is. And he went four rounds. <laughs> he couldn't go past four rounds. Hmm? Just has no gas tank. No, he, uh, Jake Paul will, will starch this man, uh, and he will continue to build I think up. we have a date for it, though. Yeah, it's like December. December 18th. All right. And so we're going to be, be back in Florida. That's the news. Uh, what... This is this would be a bad one for Jake to lose though, right? Like I, it would almost be better to lose to like Woodley. Yeah, this kind of derails the career a little bit. I think he, he Dan is right in that Tommy Fury doesn't have the name in the combat sports world that Tyron Woodley had, but I think he is just as famous, if not more famous. Better question is, do we go to Tampa? I mean, seems like a solid fight to go to in December. Tampa in December. Yeah, couldn't think of a better place to spend my uh pre-christmas <laughs> i mean you are a florida man you've def- by definition yes. for f- fully become one i know we they, they call you delco but uh florida yeah, dan florida really has my heart yeah. yeah i would i think that's i think that's where we're at with that um all right man december fucking 18th let's go yeah i can't believe you actually pivoted to the jake paul news why yeah that was like your braves last night yeah, we can talk about it. I just that we were on fighting, so okay. we can talk about yeah. And we we, talk about we the had just started the fight, and you kind of derailed that very quickly to Jake Paul, which I'm okay with. Oh, which I, I mean, dude, we had a we had a three hour watch along. If you like, go back and you can hear all of our UFC takes on that. <laughs> if you want to just watch on ESPN Plus along with us, go see some of the fights. It was a great card. It great, really was. It was it was a free well, no, I mean, subscription based card. Cost ten dollars. Cost seven bucks. Yeah, uh, go yeah. ahead watch that. Got another UFC pay-per-view coming up this weekend. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm super excited about that. We're gonna, probably going to bring you another uh, pre-match before that as well. Well, we're going to have to do a, uh, probably before Friday, we're going to be doing yeah. our preview show. Because I will be in Florida on Friday. For homecoming? Homecoming, baby. Right, How well, excited pre- are you Don't about Don't let that? our nights get hot. We're five and three now. Good Lord. <laughs> Who have you beat? Oh, we just smoked Temple. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. That was, uh, I think I took the over on that game. And I was checking my record. UCF was, almost hit it by itself. Yeah, I was checking my record. It was pretty good. I think I'm, I think I'm going to catch you this week. You had a good week. I think you went like 15 and 6 because you just kept firing shots that were very unnecessary, but they paid off. Seemed, they seemed to be necessary, actually, <laughs> considering how far behind I am on uh, Outside the Top 25, which you can listen to midweek. Usually uh, we talk about all the uh, shitty college football teams. Yeah, your school. in my, my school. I um, just mean it's like the royal year. You know what I mean? The royal you. Right. Like, it's everyone's schools. Because you're not, you're not a top ten. Your schools are not a top ten team. And if you are, you know. Go fuck yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And if we're there. Unless you're Wake Forest. Good for you. So the AP rankings came out. I believe the college football playoff committee rankings are either this week or next week. Yeah, and they're already lubing us up to fuck Cincinnati. So they're going to fuck Cincinnati so hard. They are going to absolutely Didn't ask. Didn't we call them. that like three weeks ago? hmm We thought, I mean, dude, we'll talk about this before we talk about the Braves. I do want to talk about the Braves at some point, though. They're going to fuck Cincinnati for being a G5 team when, honestly, Clemson has been qualifying almost every year. Playing in this uh, G5-like conference. Yeah. Yes. Now, granted, early Clemson had to deal with uh, the late stages of Jimbo Fisher, Florida State. Mm-hmm. Fine. Granted, that was another good program. Since then, it's been dog shit. The ACC has always been dog shit in football. Yeah. Why do people accept it? Like, I understand their basketball conference, and they have a lot of, like, large historic universities in the ACC. But the football has been trash since I was a child growing up as a UNC fan. Yeah. Like, I would go to UNC games that would be half-packed, and they would pay us high school children to run the elevators and give them food. Like, <laughs> because of the U and because of Florida State. And well, and the current, the current iteration of the ACC... It's just not there anymore. Half the schools don't even give a fuck about football. Like up north, like the Syracuses, I know Boston College had, has had some good crowds this year, but let's fucking be honest about who Boston College is. Like all those northern schools. It's a basketball conference. It is absolutely a basketball conference. Like I would say the most northern school that is like truly gives a shit about football is maybe Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of that Pennsylvania. Like, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Uh, but I mean. It's... And they just lost Miami. Hate to see it. What? 
They lost Miami, so the the Kenny Pickett for Heisman dark horse. Oh, they lost two Miami. What is wrong with that program, by the way? Pitt? No, Miami. Miami. Just it's just the same shit as UT USC. It's just a, a no, but they. I feel like there's more of a tradition there. Of no, like pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. You'd be or, surprised. Schnellenberger came in and pretty much created the U. Yeah, the U was the in the 80s. Miami like, wasn't late seventies, early eighties, and like they had that run in the eighties and the nineties, but then. Obviously, it, it kind of bled into the late or the early 2000s. But since then, ever since, uh, what was that, 2000? What, when was the, the Ohio State game? Yeah, that, 02. Was that 02? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ever since uh, Willis McGahee broke his leg, I feel Been like. Been a paper tiger since then. Yeah. But there's uh, so much had, talent like, in Florida. Like You just got to grab some of these kids up. Ton of talent in Florida. Ton of people in Florida, though. You're in Miami. Like, yeah. Nobody in Miami cares. It's like, it's USC. I, I get that. I get they that. play no in an NFL cares. stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's USC. It's people just have other things they can do. Yeah. Miami, LA, very one in the So do we crack this? Like, the key to having a, a successful college football program is to have nothing else around it uh-huh. and treat your college football players like they are royalty. Yeah, like gods, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Allow them to be arrested, do whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Buy them cars, duffel bags full of money. Yep. But, like, who the fuck? So, let's say Georgia wins the SEC, which means Alabama loses the second game, right? So, Alabama's not in the playoff at that point. Mm-hmm. And I do think... Because let's lay out the roadmap of how Cincinnati gets fucked. Yeah. The easiest way for them to get fucked is... is Alabama win the SEC. Yeah. Then you have two SEC teams. You have Alabama and Georgia. Yeah. Then you're going to have... Oklahoma's probably going to run the table with Caleb Williams. Feels like it at this point. Because they just... I mean, he's dumping in stats right now. Yeah. Um. That thirty to one Heisman bet looking pretty good right now. Eight to one. He's eight to one now. I'm uh, still of the opinion they just shouldn't give it out this year, or really they should give it to the Michigan State. Or kid. just Kenneth Walker. Yeah, yeah. Five touchdowns against Michigan. Yeah. Shouts to that guy. Uh, yeah. No. Then obviously Ohio State wins the Big Ten. Boom. There's your four teams. Yep. And it's just like run it back. Oklahoma, Ohio State, fucking Georgia. Just and Alabama. swap out Georgia with Clemson for Georgia. Yeah. I mean, that really is the flex position, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the Oklahoma. Yeah. And then every, and then Notre Dame is like the dark horse every year that falls off because they're never going to make it. Um, Which, by the way, Cincinnati <laughs> beat Notre Dame by two, t- two touchdowns. Yeah. And so, Notre Dame's currently eighth in the country. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're, they haven't played any, like no one. Right. Let's say Georgia does win the SEC because I think that is still, th- I do still think that is going to happen. Yes. So Alabama's done. You probably, you could have potentially. Uh, a one-loss SEC team somewhere else, maybe? No, or no. no? No, you wouldn't have that. But you would have a couple, maybe, or maybe a one-loss Oregon Pac-12 champ. Uh, right, but who would have the win against Ohio State? Right. Which that'll be even more fun is if Ohio State gets in over a one-loss Oregon. Oh God! Which will happen. Yeah, yeah. That'll yeah. happen a thousand percent. You because you can't take you can't not take the Big Ten champ, right? Despite losing, like head, but, I mean, like, head, you might, head, you might as well head matchup, and they still will take Ohio State over. Because you might matter. as well put a clause in the playoffs that says Big Ten champion here. Yes, it's like money maker here. It's a, it, it, at the end of the day, it's ESPN. It's about ratings, about money. And by the way, do you know who is leading the Big Ten West right now? Who is it? Wisconsin? No, it's Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's not going to last long. Uh, I don't know, man. Minnesota, who's Minnesota got left this year? Illinois win. They have to play Wisconsin all day. They have to play Wisconsin, but they get them at home. They have Indiana on the road, and then they have to go to they have to go to Iowa. Going to Iowa is probably going to be their roughest situation. But here's the thing: they can afford to lose to Iowa. I think if they beat Wisconsin, you know how bad college football is this year? Wake Forest is in the top 10 right now. This is So we were talking about this the other day in the text conversation. This is like 2007, when remember when Mizzou was ranked number one for a mm-hmm. minute and everything? Yep. Except instead of there being a lot of super fun teams, and like there's no clear head of the pack, it's just a bunch of fucking mediocre teams, and then Georgia. Right, it's like there was all these high-powered offenses back then, and people like outscoring each other. Now it's like, who won't fuck up? Right. Yeah. Who it's just the, can't who can be impotent? Yeah. It's fucking lame. And you know who won the you know who won it all in two thousand seven? Ohio State? LSU beat Ohio State in yeah, the championship. Right. So even in that crazy year, two blue bloods fucking played for the natty. But, you know, I think it potentially despite how much they try, if Cincinnati runs the table, they would have beaten 
They need SMU to, to obviously go undefeated. Uh, from here SMU on out. losing. Just lost to Houston, but Houston's ranked, and SMU is both ranked. They're, so that's two more ranked games they have. Is they're going to play SMU, and if Houston runs the table, they'll play Houston in, in the uh, AAC championship. So it'd be two more ranked games, two more ranked wins. Okay. Um, so yeah, they just need to kind of like run the table and hope a, a bunch of teams will lose because like it's not good enough to go undefeated. That's just the way it is. Apparently this is, not. That is being a G5 team. It's so, it's such fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Oh, and of all the years too, like on this weak ass year, just give us a G5 Cinderella just for something interesting. I don't even like Luke Fickle or Cincinnati. This is like your rival at this I, point. I, I, yeah, because we're both going to the Big 12. It, it'll probably develop into that. You're the two biggest AAC powers. Mm-hmm. Memphis was, was up there too, but kind of falling off a little right. bit. So going to bat for them feels weird and dirty, but I, you know, it just doesn't seem right to leave them out. Yeah, it, well, that's the f- only fun part about, or not the only fun part, but it's like a fun, funny aspect of college football is you, in a way, kind of have to root for your rivals and conference mates when you're not playing them. Especially when you're not in a power conference, quote-unquote power conference. Dude, even sometimes it, when you're in a power conference, you need those fucking teams to win non-cons. Not the SEC, though. You're, I mean, yeah, true. If, if Mizzou goes undefeated in the SEC, it's I think fine. you're cool. Yeah, yeah. You could, doesn't matter. Nothing, yeah. Which that'll never happen. Which was the whole point of going to the SEC, right? Like yeah. we were like in these Big Twelve finals for a couple years in a row. We were like trying to establish ourselves as one of these like elite programs, and we were knocking on the door of it for a second. We just like what we were in the we were SEC conference or North champions, SEC East East champions, yeah, twice in a row, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which one is wild the- though, because uh, back in the BCS days, remember when Auburn got left out for Oklahoma? Yeah, yeah. but that was pre SEC love, yeah. right? Now, you know, SEC's been invested in with the ESPN deal. We blew it so bad. Yeah, someone figured out the Southeast has televisions. Yes, a lot of them. Yeah. In every room. They might be tube TVs. Or radios, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy to me, which is why I don't don't get it. But uh, yeah, fucking Cincinnati's absolutely going to get fucked. The ESPN Plus app works on an iPhone SE. It does. Yeah. I just want people to know that. You can get it anywhere. Do we have any hopes that Michigan State runs the table? I w- that's what I'm rooting for more than anything. I don't, I, I don't want to see Ohio State in it again. No. Michigan State has been in the playoff as well and got absolutely power-fucked by Bama, I believe. Who hasn't, though? Yeah. That, that's always their argument is like, oh, do you want to see fucking Cincinnati be in there and lose by four touchdowns? It's like, dude, that happens every year anyway. Yeah, with so the who good cares? teams. Yeah, let's with the elite do teams. It. Yeah. Give them a chance. Also, Georgia-Cincinnati last year, probably Great arguably one of the best bowl games of the year. Yeah. And do you think so? Very if, similar teams, too. If Cincinnati does make it, so they're ranked number two in the AP right now, but that doesn't mean much of anything for the CFP. If Cincinnati does make it, like, let's just say it's all said and done, conference championship games are over, Georgia w- beats Bama, Cincinnati beats Houston. Do you think they would be sh- like the college ball playoff would really want Georgia Cincinnati first round? Uh, if, if if fucking Cincinnati gets in, yeah, they're gonna be a four seed. Okay, they're so, not gonna be that two three game. They'll be they'll be the four seed. You risk kind of risking. That's probably Georgia's toughest game. Is Cincinnati? I. It's not Oregon or Michigan State or Ohio State or I mean maybe Ohio State. They're kind of sleepwalking through games right now, which is not very you know intuitive to be Cincinnati. Like it's not good to be sleepwalking through American Athletic Conference games. If you're Cincinnati right now, yeah, like barely beat Navy, you know, kind of went through the motions against Tulane. You got to beat these teams by like 35. A ton. Every single game. I mean, they beat the shit out of who? Temple? Yeah, no. but who hasn't? We beat the shit out who, of them. No, the, who, they just beat the shit out of somebody else this weekend, but I forget who it was. It was Tulane, but it was kind of close. Oh, it was? Okay, never mind. In the first half, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Meanwhile, Georgia is ripping throats every weekend. Mm-hmm. Every, with, they also seem like they're sleepwalking, but they're just like sleepwalk ripping throats. But their defense shows up every, every weekend, mm-hmm. so their offense can do whatever. Actually, they don't seem like they're sleepwalking. It just seems effortless. Yeah. No, they're far and away the best team in the country. It's fucking like, it's crazy. It's not even close. Is this... So, a lot of people say that LSU team with Burrow was like the best college football team ever. I think it's probably maybe still that Miami team. I Are we undervaluing this Georgia team? Well, I don't think this Georgia team is the best college football team ever, but is the, what, what I was going to ask was, this or say was, in a single year, this might be the biggest gap. The biggest disparity between the number one team and the rest of the yeah. country. Yeah. I think you only see that with super elite defenses, though. Yeah. 
Like you don't see that big a gap between two high powered offenses. I guess it's more of mm-hmm. like uh, game strategy and game management by the coaches and like yeah. how you use that. But like, you have an elite defense out there who just gives you good field position and is just like unscorable almost. Like you, you just feel like those Alabama teams. Yeah. Like where you're just like, what are we doing here? The line is so much bigger than us. We yeah. can't. What was it, Alabama LSU, where LSU didn't cross the fifty till like the fourth quarter? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Although that I blame as much on LSU as anything because their yeah. offense was dog shit. But, but the, you just feel hopeless. But those LSU teams were able to beat up on some of those like teams that weren't Alabama, right. and then all of a sudden now you're playing Alabama. You're like nothing works. Well, they beat Alabama that year. Well, that's right. Yeah. So I'm that's the reason that. they were in. But the on all, it was an all field goal game. Yeah. Yeah. So so no one was really crushing it that year. Uh, from one curvy A to another. You talk some baseball. Let's do it. Uh, my Atlanta Braves fell last night despite... Uh, yeah, despite me sending you a text in the first. Despite. That was rat poison, you piece of shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, Rob, congrats, man. Fuck this, you. I'm so happy you I, guys won the World Series. I think I told you to shut up and die. You and did. then Dan bet on the Astros yeah, right I, after I put that. money on the Astros. Yeah. <laughs> they were down 4 nothing in the first. I'm like, ooh, plus 400? I'll take that. That's crazy odds for 4 nothing in the first for the yeah. best offense in baseball and a bullpen game. Mm-hmm. Like, none of that. Th- this mm. is why we tell you, by the way, bet live odds. Because they react. Like, it's not even humans that do it. It's like an AI. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking... No one... No human brain would set that. No. I mean, it's nuts. I mean, now, granted, the Astros didn't have a good starting pitcher either. And they were going to have to get through some kind of uh, middle innings with not their elite bulb. I mean, they're they're having fucking Zach Grinke pinch hit mid game. Yeah. (laughs) No throw, no pitches. That was crazy. He got a hit. He did. Yeah, that's what you texted me. You're like, why is. I was like, you're like, why was Zach Grinke pinch hitting? I was like, did you see the hit he got? He got a hit. Yeah, that's why. Low key, a great hitter. (laughs) For a pitcher, yeah. Nine career home runs. Nine career home runs. In, Mostly pitched in the AL. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I think it, I looked it up. It was like 600 plate appearance, 500 something at bats. So basically he hits as many home runs as like a skinny leadoff hitter, like a jazz chisel. Which, which if you have that also in a pitcher, it makes him so much more valuable. Yeah. When, he, when they actually play in the National League, but they're about to get rid of that totally anyway. So um, doesn't matter as much. Real quick, let's get into some ads since uh, people are, are paying for us to be here and do this for some reason. Uh, first up, at the sports show, so let's talk about sports. Without a proven betting platform, it may feel like the house uh, always wins, but with MyBookie's double deposit bonus, you start with a leg up. Use the promo code DRINKINBROS to sign up now, claim your first deposit bonus with MyBookie, and use the extra funds to find your edge. This weekend, lay the points with Arizona as they continue streaking in San Francisco. And with two top 10 offenses in the Titans and the Rams going toe-to-toe Sunday night, you can safely Hulk smash the over at MyBookie. Don't just take my word for it. Head to MyBookie.com and sign up now using the promo code DRINKINBROS to get your money doubled and start winning today. Remember... Good friends do not let friends win alone, so have your buddies use your referral link and you'll receive an additional 250% bonus on their first deposit. So uh, I guess if your friend deposits 100 bucks, uh, you get $250. Is that how math works? I'm not really sure. Um, you, get, uh, you get more money, though. You get extra money. Uh, plus, it's unlimited to redeem, so all of your friends can join the uh, party at mybookie.com. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Next up, we got Ghostbed. They're uh, like our, our flagship advertiser with, the, with Tetherball as a whole. They've been with us for like five years. They're going to be with us uh, what, until we're all ghosts, essentially. Um, if you don't know who they are, best mattresses in the world. We have one in the office. Dan sleeps on one. Giorgio sleeps on one. Dan Holloway sleeps on one. Uh, Ross sleeps on one, I believe. Uh, basically, the whole whole office uh, has at least some form of ghost bed product in their office. These are the best and also most affordable mattresses you'll find anywhere online. And right now, Ghostbed's running two awesome deals for Drinking Bros uh, sports listeners. Uh, the first one is a bundle deal. You get 40% off. You just got to start with a mattress and the adjustable base, and then you can add on whatever else you want from there. Uh, pillows and sheets, both of which have cooling technology, a mattress topper, um, another mattress. It doesn't have to just be one mattress. So if you want to just need, say you moved into a new house and just need a whole bunch of fucking shit uh, for the bedrooms and stuff like that, you know, deal works there too. Uh, you get 40% off um, 
All of that, if you start with uh, one of their four mattresses and an adjustable base and then add in whatever else you want from there. Uh, Or if you need to shop a little more a la carte, you just need maybe like pillows and sheets. You just need a mattress. You don't need a frame or anything like that. Uh, You can still get 30% off by going to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros and using the promo code drinking bros. That'll get you 30% off. The bundle deal gets you 40% off. If you want to, you don't quite need what the bundle offers, but you still want a big, huge uh, fucking discount, 30% off. With the code Drinking Bros at ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Last but not least, we have Policy Genius. Uh, Policy Genius is one of my favorite advertisers we have because shopping for insurance really sucks. And I do not know what the hell I'm talking about ever. And they always do uh, a really, really good job of essentially getting you the best deal and making everything make. Uh, sense. What's easier than opening a can of cranberry sauce, for example? Uh, getting free life insurance quotes with policy units. If you're looking for something to do while uh, you know your family's out doing Thanksgiving stuff, um, hit up Policy Genius. You can pair quotes uh, for the top life insurers. Uh, top life insurers. They um, get all those quotes for you. They just get some quick information. Uh, look, if if you have a kid, like I have a kid, uh, or maybe like a parent who's you know. Can't, doesn't isn't really supporting themselves besides a social security check or something like that, uh, or even if you you know you uh, uh, have a business or something, uh, you need life insurance essentially. And Policy Genius, like I said, is the best way to shop for it, especially if you kind of don't know what you're talking about with insurance. Because I know I don't like life insurance. Once you get to a certain phase of adult, you need life insurance, and whether it's having a kid or just you know not being in your twenties anymore, uh, whatever it's. You know, that's you need it, and Policy Genius is is such a good way to do it. I have personally shopped with them, and they were like so comprehensive and awesome, and they follow up and all stuff like that. Uh, so why use Policy Genius to compare over a dozen of the top insurers? Well, you could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. You could save $1,300 or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare policies. Because not only do it, did they explain it well and find you the best quotes, but they then explain which quote you they help you you know pick out quotes from there too it's just they're just really full service on that stuff and i love it uh this kind of service has actually earned policy genius thousands of five-star reviews across Trustpilot and google eligible applicants can get covered in as little as a week thanks to an award-winning policy option uh that swaps standard medical exams uh for just a simple phone call so you don't have to go all the way to the doctor and do all that this exclusive policy was uh, recently rated number one by forbes advisor uh higher than options from ladder ethos or bestow Getting started is easy. Head to policygenius.com slash drinking bros. In minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need, compare personalized quotes, uh, and then you find your best price. Uh, When you're ready to apply, the Policy Genius team will handle the paperwork and scheduling for free. Policy Genius does not add on extra fees. Head to policygenius.com slash drinking bros to get started right now. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. All right, let's get back into this mess. Um, But yeah, the Braves... I was telling this to Giorgio before the game. 10,000 foot view. No, I would have been shocked if, if we had won, if the Braves had won this series in five games. Like, that's crazy. The Astros are a good team. Not as good as they have been in years past, but still really fucking good. Microscopic on boots on the ground view. Um, up 4 nothing in the first inning, you should win that game. Like you, you, your hand is on it. One hand is on the trophy at that point, and you feel it slipping, yeah. and it's that momentum that slips with it. So like, they really have to win this next game. And then you look, you look at Twitter, you look at social media, everyone's just buying in. Oh, no, Atlanta sports team. Yeah, Here Georgia we go curse, again. Blue, Georgia blue. curse. I mean, so this, by the way, it should be noted, this was the next game that Charlie Morton was supposed to pitch. Broke his leg in like the second inning of game one. Yep. Which So that's pretty fucking brutal. But... I think that Snicker left Tucker Davidson in for an inning too long. Our last two games have been started by AAA pitchers in the fucking World Series. The fact that we won one of them, I, saw, I tweeted this last night, it was really sportsmanlike for the Astros and Braves to exchange gifts in the middle of the World Series. I it, do remember, so what happened Saturday? The Astros were up, right? And blew that late? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the Astros uh, were up 2-1 to one and let up back-to-back solo shots in like the 7th or 8th, I can't remember. Um, and the Braves uh, went on to win it. One, one reason I kind of thought before the game started that this might be a tough game was because the weather finally cleared up in Atlanta. It was like real rainy and gross and cold the first two games, which is not conducive 
to hitting at all. Correct. So huge advantage for the Braves there because the Astros are mostly an offensive team. Uh, weather was, it was like a perfect fall day yesterday. So now we're going back to Houston where the weather will be nice. And even if it's not nice, they have a roof so that they can close. Um, that said, we got Max Freed. A lot, so one... This is so Holloway. I guarantee you on the baseball show, he's going to get on here. He's going to motherfuck Brian Snicker, which is not necessarily wrong because he left Tucker Davidson in too long, but he's going to be pissed that he didn't start Max Freed on short rest in game five. I disagree with that. Max Freed has had two bad starts in a row. He's never really been good on short rest, even if he is our best pitcher. I say leave him on, on regular rest. Also, silver lining. Maybe you go, you get to actually see the Braves clinch. Yeah. <laughs> In Houston, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Dan might come in and be like, "Hey, you want to go to the World Series yeah, tomorrow?" N- yeah, we'll spend another uh, couple grand on. <laughs> yeah, what else are we gonna spend? <laughs> World on? Series tickets? Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Um, Just take some pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's a tax write off. It's fine. But yeah. Uh, there was an annoying game being up for nothing. If we had just like if if you had told me in a vacuum without me seeing how the game went, oh, you're gonna lose game five, uh, like ten to five or nine to five, whatever it was. Fine. That's fine. Like, we lost game five to the Dodgers, too, when we were up 3-1. It's, it's just that uh, the way they lost was uh, pretty frustrating. And Dansby Swanson, who's, like, one of the best hands in, at short in the league, having a fucking error to lead off that inning where they tied it up, is just it was an annoying game. It, it, when you actually look at the details, it was an annoying game. If you just tell me we're going to lose, that's fine, whatever. Uh, if we lose... Did you mo- ruin your child's first Halloween? What? Did did this ruin your child's first Halloween? Um, no, all my uh, screaming frightened him, which is the point of Halloween. Mm-hmm. So, if anything, it enhanced it. Speaking of Halloween, how was your Halloween, Dan? It was good. I uh, two parties Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. More laid back when DZ Tiger did got that. Every, for everybody chirping me, oh, very original Squid Game costume. Oh, so original. Guess who was the only Squid Game costume everywhere I went? Really? Because I saw, like, they were doing crowd shots of the Braves game last night. Because it was a game on Halloween, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, like, eight Squid Games. Well, I select the places I went. And if there was a Squid Game costume... You just we, leave. You just leave. Actually, actually, you know what the best part of last night's game was? Since the Braves lost, that couldn't be the best part. Was there was a guy in a Michael Myers costume, and while everyone else was doing the chop, he was just doing the stab. I like that. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty. It was pretty solid. Oh, yeah, oh, it's just stabbing. It's great. A little stabby, uh, stabby. I made a way to dripping last night. What? Yeah. Out to what, uh, Jesse? Yeah, we're over at the Patterson Ranch for Ooh. a little Halloween extravaganza. Dan uh, grilled some steaks. Uh, Brittany and Kane had these inflatable dinosaur costumes this year. Uh, Brittany's required three fans and was a four-legged animal, so the back legs just so, drug as so she like, ran. So Stegosaurus or yes, something? Yes, it was Stegosaurus. That's just too big of a costume. It was massive. And then <laughs> Kane was like, why aren't you going to drive me around in the, well, with the costume? And she's like, I can't fit into anything in this costume. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I think that I was here when they were planning it the other day. Jesse was like, I'll drive him around on the golf cart. The but kids. Jagger had the best costume I had seen ever. What was it? Chris Farley. Oh. Yes. Was from it, Tommy uh, Boy. From what? Tommy Boy. Okay. I didn't know if it was going to be, uh, what's his name? The motivational speaker, Matt Foley. Yeah. Mm. Well, he had, he had like the full suit on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So you give out candy? Last night? I yeah. Didn't. Was chilling on my porch, giving out candy. By the full way. Full size? What? Were you full size boy? or Probably not, right? I wanted to do full bars, and my wife nixed it. I told her when we move out to dripping, we're going to be a full bar house. We did. We had full bars. There yeah. was, we had the Texas branded Snickers as well. Ooh. See, With, my, my wife actually said, she was like, I bet Ross and Jesse's neighborhood is a full bar neighborhood. Oh, completely. Yeah. And it's, it's really like who can outdo the other people with yeah. the lawn decorations you as well. You got to big dick them. I'm going to go, I'm nothing but king size butter, Butterfingers next year. Yeah. Well, I live in an apartment complex and some, some children came knocking on my door. It was not very unexpected. Obviously, it's an apartment complex. So, right. Like, do better parents. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't raise your kids. Just go in drop an them off complex. in a neighborhood. Look, it's very expensive in Austin these days, and their parents are doing the best they can to position themselves to give them child sure. the proper education. If you're going to be a bad parent and raise your kid in an apartment at least drive to a neighborhood too yeah go rob, do that yeah go rob rob of his candy yeah i didn't even get rid of all my candy last night it was really annoying so i felt bad so i i, I just kind of looked into my cabinet i just gave out like a quest bar <laughs> good Lord. it's better than like cereal or what's that movie where he takes the watch off big i know it's, yeah i know it's not your fault but you made those kids feel worse about themselves <laughs> Yeah, so I actually, um, I got protein powder, and I just kind of put it in like a little sandwich bag and just gave it to him. God. Little scoops. 
How old were the kids? Oh, like seven. Okay. Yeah, so I'm like, these, here's some gains. Here's some gains for you and some yeah. gains for you. I was going to say, if they were like 12, you should have just been like, I don't have any candy and I feel bad for your lives. If you want to make out with my girlfriend for like 30 seconds each. <laughs> oh, she wasn't there now. Oh, damn. I, I, would, I would say more of a, like, a, you could feel her up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no make her up. up. That's, yeah, that's, that's fine. Creepy, yeah, you yeah. get to feel a boob. I just trying to make your life better. Dude. Speaking of weird shit like that, though, did you hear about the mom who got arrested and she's on like 42 counts of failure, uh, endangering children because she would throw sex parties for the kids and buy them alcohol and she was like the overly cool mom? Yeah. There's like a horseshoe theory And then she, and then she moved to Idaho and apparently as the police were like servicing her from the state that she lived in before, she was actively having a party with 10 teenagers in it. And she had moved there because her son had met a girl on Fortnite. Oh, cool. Right. Yeah. Well. And her son would send uh, the girl he met on Fortnite uh, lavish gifts, a $200 Tiffany's bracelet, and uh, Uber Eats. So I guess the new way to date now is just Uber eats girls' food until okay. they like you, and you meet them on Fortnite. Okay. I actually 100% believe that uh, fucking Gen Z kids do that constantly. Like, that's the date. Instead of, like, taking you out to dinner, I'm just going to send you Yeah, and then we'll yeah. FaceTime. But, do you know what fucking Brittany told me about her kid? Because she has a Gen yeah, Z yeah, kid or whatever. Yeah, yeah Kane's awesome. Uh, yeah, he's great. He seems cool. I've only met him briefly once, but he, she said that, like, him and all his friends will just FaceTime each other, like... It's just a perpetual FaceTime. Like yeah, twelve people FaceTime? at a time. Yep. They fall asleep in front of each other and will wake up with the FaceTime still on. It's weird. That's our that generation hate, doesn't want face to face contact. Like us, we just want to text. Like, don't call me. Yeah, don't never call me. Yeah. The generation after us, they want to see your face. No thanks. Yeah, that's yeah. What is like? I it started with Snapchat. I feel like people would like use a mm-hmm. selfie and then they, like text in the selfie. And it's just because they needed a picture. Yeah, and I was like, I don't want to take a picture of myself. Right. But also, we, is... we talked about this. Uh, if you order food on a delivery app, you are settling for best case scenario mediocrity. My girlfriend tried to do it again. She uses Favor for some god forbid reason. You're not getting any good food off a, a delivery. They don't Favor. even put in your order. She tries to order and then 30 to 45 minutes later they're like, "Sorry, can't do it." And can't she's do like, it. "What? I don't I don't understand There's, how you can There is no worse food delivery app than Favor on the planet. Why would you ever go outside Uber Eats or like Grubhub or like, you They know, all suck. They all suck, but Favor is even worse. Yeah, fa- yeah. Favor just feels like it's like the Fiverr of yeah. delivery apps. The only reason to use Favor is if you know that you have to get in a fist fight in like an hour, and you're not angry enough for that fight. So you just get like a Red Bull delivered. Yeah, you just no. Order- you just try to do anything, yeah, and you're so, you- so frustrated. Yeah, you're like I'm going to murder another human. Yeah, that's what you use Favor for. So you get yourself psyched up for. Like I hope Tommy Fury orders Favor right before his fight. With it's Jake like you Paul. get charged by Favor, and then you get another charge later. That's the fees. That's like double what it was. So- it's not even in the same fucking. See, yeah. this if is that why- DoorDash guy I was going to say been that- stabbed was a Favor d- driver. I would have assumed it was the Favor driver's fault. I would have been okay with it if it was a Favor driver. I can't. say It's I honestly been- still not on the boot vulture. I think it's still kind of on the delivery driver. Right. I will invest in boot vultures just so they will murder more favor drivers. Yeah. Yeah. The DoorDash guy I feel bad for. Yeah, but you know, favor. Yeah, obviously. DoorDash people work very hard and, you know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They have if to they take wanna, multiple yeah, orders. If you want to sponsor the pod, feel free. Yeah. yeah. I think but favor, get the fuck out. We, we used favor, to be a Postmates pod. Yeah. Like, because there's some advertisers where it's like, I don't use this, but it sounds cool. Or I haven't got a chance to use it yet, but it sounds cool. So I'm not, I don't feel like I'm lying to the audience or anything. Because well, it's like, this is something I would use or something I will use, or ha- but I haven't used yet. Favor would be, if, if Favor was an advertiser, it would be literally me or uh, you, any of us, fucking lying. <laughs> we, Which, would, we would help bring down society by yeah. putting Favor up on a pedestal, yeah. Yeah. And if Favor ever fucks up, they give you credit back? Like, they charge my girlfriend for the order that they were going to order her, and then couldn't do it. So then they give her the money back, but you, you can credit. only use that money on delivery fees. Because uh-huh. yeah. you have to use their shitty app again. I would feel like... And let- they fuck up again. No, but yeah, you can't always- even use it to buy food. She spent money to buy food. Canceled the order, gave her a credit back that she she can only, only spend. So yeah, they lock that money into the app. Who do I have to kill? It's right. Dave and Buster's. Yeah, I would rather advertise like making random cuts on your penis every day, just like random small cuts on your penis for like Which health I, reasons. I have to do to the bottom of my tongue now that I figured it out because I have a tongue tie. <laughs> you do? Yeah, I have like a really bad tongue tie. Apparently, my palate is like wide enough ah. for my tongue to fit, but it never quite reaches up there, which is why I snore so bad and probably don't get good rest. It's also uh, a bad song. Tongue tie. Yeah, my uh, kid 
we thought he had a tongue tie, and we took him to the. He was going to get a dental procedure tomorrow for like fucking six hundred dollars, but he had a pediatrician appointment today, just like a two month checkup to get mm-hmm. uh, vaccinated because we're sheeple. Uh, right. Well, I mean, the the baby vax is very important. You can get let, a baby vax. There's baby COVID vaxes? No, no. There's like polio and shit. Yeah, oh. there's like tons of vaccinations <laughs> that you have to get for a child, Dan. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> you know, like, Dan has a kid and thinks it's like a puppy. You just like let it roll around for a little bit. Pretty much. Yeah, he just takes care of himself. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. My dog starts to limp. He just walks it off. Yeah. Uh, but so the doctor was like, you're getting what tomorrow? And he's like, he looked at the baby and was like, no, he's fine. Don't get that. The lactation consultants always tell you that bullshit. And so my wife called and was like, what should we do? And I was like, not spend the money. Fuck that. And then when he turns 32, like me, and has yeah. sleep apnea problems, he will then have to spend the $600. He was going to have that anyway, but I have to sleep with a fucking mouthpiece. I've yeah, that's on him, really. Oh, I tried the mouthpiece. It just didn't work. Like, uh, it, it made my grinding even worse. Yeah. I just like, threw it out Like in the, the retainer the mouthpiece? Uh-huh, with, with the big hole in the middle where you're supposed to breathe through that I hole. I think all you got to do is try like, the Wim Hof breathing method. I think that'll fix it. Well, that's to fix your internal. So basically you breathe, you and you oxygenate the body, mm-hmm. and then you just focus on what's ever wrong, and you cure cancer. While you're in a vat of ice. Right. Yes. Yes. There's an app for that, too. You know, there's a Wim Hof app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should make someone do it now. See, my dad needs a lung transplant, and I'm like, no, don't be on the list. Just do the Wim Hof breathing method. It'll fix everything. I agree with that. Yeah. Most things are mental. Yes. Yeah. It's all in your head. Mm-hmm. That's the hurdle. Yeah. You grew along once. Do it again. Do it again. God damn. Like, it's, hello, people. It's not that hard to figure out. You just have to envision yourself as a baby. Yeah. And then growing. And that's fine. Oh, by the way, I have one more Halloween thing. Two more Halloween things I want to talk about. Uh, one, so I was giving out candy. And speaking of Gen Z being fucking psychos, these kids come up to my candy bowl and they see an almond joy. Mm-hmm. And the kid's like, oh, an almond joy. And like excitedly yanks it and the, out and puts it in their bag. And then the, and it, so we just got a big grab bag of candy, mm-hmm. right? And right. Almond Joy's like fucking included in it. Yeah. Because no one ever buys an Almond Joy unless you're like a six year old man. Right. And then the other kids are like, Almond Joy? Did you say there was fucking Almond Joy? I was like, Am I being trolled? They're like <laughs> digging through the bag. They're fucking passing peanut butter cups, 100 grand bars, Snickers, peanut MMs. They're passing all of this, digging, looking for fucking Almond Joys. Coconut, so, nougat, and almond. Covered in chocolate. Yeah. It was bananas. I was like, are these people, are these kids, because you know how like Gen Z, they're really into like busted dumb shit, like wearing old clothes, not like new clothes that you buy with holes in it, but like literal old yeah, yeah. shitty clothes and it, stuff like that. That's like in now. Yeah. Kylie was trying to tell me it's like, uh, it's called uh, like Frontier uh, Fashion or something. Oh, I hate that. Or Cottage Core. That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All this type of shit. I was like, is this... Have they just so become their bit where essentially their like their generation's whole thing is like the and every generation has a bit, right? Millennials have a bit where it's like, Oh my life, just kill me already. Coffee. Yeah, we took nihilism to the extreme. That's us. Yeah. Are they going full uh greatest generation? No, they're going I they're going full like they've just become their bit to the point where like the only shit they like is all like dumb, useless fucked up like shit that everyone else threw away yeah it's like it's like, like how pointless can you get that why is your coffee machine like flame litten and lever compressed it's like, because they are the generation of scavengers yeah no it's worse so you see this in the uk so like here they did it all frontier style there they look like 80s punk boys so they're wearing like the overly bag jinko jeans yeah. with the flames on them and uh one of these girls was like you can tell a girl is old if she's wearing tight clothes and that mm-hmm. made me really sad yeah. Like, really, really sad. It's, that's Re- like the middle part versus side part. Yes, yeah, exactly. Was, it's like, it's like oh, battle. you're showing your ass as a woman? Uh, you're old. And this is like, yeah. uh, R.I.P. fun sex. Or, well, gen- well, you know Gen Zers aren't even having sex. Right. Right, yes. No. Statistically. They're, they're like... Yeah, like they're all pansexual, but none of them are doing it. Exactly. Like, like they're, they're all these crazy sexualities. They like anything, but you're not touching each other. Like I'm, my kids, like my kids, gonna come out to me and be like, "I'm this, like whatever type of sexuality," and I'll be like, "Okay, but you're not doing anything." Like they'll be like 22, and I'm like, "Yeah, but aren't you like a virgin still, like by choice?" So yeah, you're nothing. Yeah, you're not anything. You're asexual. Yeah, this doesn't count. <laughs> like you're still pretend. Yeah, you're right? not. You're not. A you're god. still creating the character in the RPG. Yeah. You haven't even started the game. Like at least do it. I, I'll respect whatever sexuality you are, but not until you start doing it. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Where's that mom from Idaho? <laughs> and speaking of uh, interesting sexualities, the other thing I wanted to talk about was I was watching Hocus Pocus last night with my wife. Of course. Mm-hmm. It's Halloween. And there's a point in the movie, I tweeted this a couple of years ago, and I retweeted every Halloween to ruin people's Halloweens. Um, there's a point in the movie, you know, like the whole thing hinges on it has to be a virgin to light the black candle or whatever to bring the witches back. And like the main character, Max, is a virgin, and they like make fun of him for it the whole uh, movie, including Binks the cat. Mm-hmm. Right? But Binks the cat, if you remember at the beginning of the movie, he's like 14, 15 years old, probably an impuritan. Massachusetts, probably a virgin, mm-hmm. and then he becomes a cat for eternity until this whole thing gets solved. With from what I remember, extremely suicidal because he can't die. Right? He's not suicidal. He just doesn't care. So he's like Wolverine, but a cat. He's but, walking in traffic for no reason. Yeah. He can't. He can do whatever he wants. But so at one point he's like virgins. Like he derisively refers to Max as a virgin. As if he wasn't a virgin. Well, as a 14-year-old Puritan boy, he's had at least three cocks in his mouth. Well, what I was... I, my theory is, also, is that... Also, he's an alley cat. Yeah. I, my theory is, is that he lost his virginity as a cat. Ow. Two well, other, actually, no. Is he a male cat? Yeah. He's okay, fucking other cats, is my thing. So he, he became cats, a cat raccoons. as a virgin. Yeah. And then over the course of 200 years, just couldn't control himself. He also says he eats mice. So he's living that life. I think he's fucking. I think he's been spending two hundred years fucking the cats of Salem, Massachusetts. Because he is a cat. Yeah, that's fine. If you're a cat for two hundred years, you're only a boy for fourteen years. You're a cat. <laughs> you're more cat than boy. Yeah. Like, like, sorry. When I when I have my resume out and the job experiences on the deck, like, um, I was a dishwasher for six months. I don't refer to myself as a dishwasher. <laughs> I do. I refer to you as a dishwasher. Nick yeah. silenced it. Nick, Nick just, just silenced himself. It was too mean. What do you think, Nick? Was he fucking cats? Oh, yeah, for sure. He was out there slaying. Yeah. He was out there in the alleys of Salem for centuries, putting it to cats. Because he is a cat, and that's fair. Right. It right. would be weird if he had sex with another human at this point, because he's not a human, he's a cat. That's a great point, Dan. I never thought of it like that. And I saved Halloween. <laughs> Oh fuck yeah! That was now, my do you think Halloween. he's smarter than the average cats though? Like, does he have some sort of advantage sexually with them? Yeah, that's interesting. And then does it become a or, little or sketchy? Does, he, does it just like take over? Like you know, like he's you know he's more uh, conscious than most cats because he's still got a human mind, but like he's still physically a cat. Right. So like when the pheromones hit him, does he kind of like get a little jittery, lose control mm-hmm. a little bit? That's what I'm saying, like just go all cat. Yeah. He probably then, held out, you know, like, it, like uh, in, like, Interview with a Vampire when Brad Pitt doesn't want to eat people for a while, but then just, you know, Tom Cruise is like, you will. Yeah. Just come on, come on, buddy. Yeah, you will. A little girl, and that's my favorite. Kirsten Dunst? Yeah. I like adult she's Kirsten so, Dunst. I mean, I like both, but she's yeah. just so scary in that movie. She's terrifying. Lives yeah. here. Really? Yeah. Her and Plemons live in uh, Dripping Springs. Huh. Might, uh, might the Chomp King. House. Yeah, yeah, she. They might have been in that same full bars neighborhood. Who knows? They're in a full bars neighborhood. It's, it was full bars, and everyone had a gator. A what? Oh, yeah, to the drive fucking... the kids around through, because the neighborhoods don't have streetlights for the light pollution. Right. Yeah. So it is my, dark as shit. My new neighborhood's the same way. You can't. There's only so many lights they can have because you want to like see the stars or some shit. But if you need trouble blocking out light, I think there's a hat you're wearing that'd be great for it. Oh, yeah. It's my uh, softcore history hat here. So if it's you're ever in bright lights or need some shade, pick yourself up a softcore history hat. Softcorehistory.com. Also, if you want to buy some presents for Christmas, especially for your, maybe like your Irish family. Get them now. Yeah. Two Irish to Die, our t-shirt. Pretty fucking good. Uh, what's the uh, Shit Don't Change. And then obviously Topsy is probably our best seller, I would assume. The three individuals who dressed up as softcore history characters for Halloween. Mom pretty awesome. and two of her kids. Yeah. That was incredible. That was awesome. Shout out to them. I don't have their names in front of me right now. We'll, we'll shout them out on softcore. Yes. Um, that was fucking rad. They, they were two. You had two of the three characters, I believe, that they were. Yeah. Uh, Mike Malloy and uh, Alexander Solonik. I was surprised they went with the ninja. The sniper ninja. It was a hitman. Yeah. Because you had a crazy. The, mo- uh, the, the mom was the hitman. Okay. So it makes more sense. Yeah. Topsy made sense to me. The hitman or the Malloy made sense to me. I assumed. You had another. I, I. What was the guy? Sold the cats to the island. Timothy Dexter. Yeah, I thought I, Timothy Dexter w- would have been my guess for the third one, but 
kind of a nondescript costume, I guess. Like a colonizer hat? I don't yeah, know. yeah, just a tri-corner hat. Yeah. And your crazy eyes. Mm-hmm. Carrying a box with your wife in it. Jesse was Dog the Bounty Hunter, which... Uh, oh, really, yeah, how'd that look? Oh, it was good. She had the sunglasses. She had the feathers in the hair. It was... Uh, nice. It was top-notch dog. And then uh, Jax was uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Jack Skellington. I like that. Yeah. Jax Skellington. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny, all the little girls who would like come up in their gators and their princess outfits be like, is Jax home? And I was like, he's playing tag in the back. Yeah. Jax. It was pretty funny. Ooh, look at Jax already pimping the neighborhood. Gotta be like that sometimes. A little, that little devil. We were uh, Jurassic Park. Baby was a dinosaur. I was Aww. Dr. Grant. Wife was uh, Dr. Sattler. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. It's a very good family costume. It was nice. I didn't, I, didn't, uh, I didn't dress up, unfortunately. You and your wife didn't dress slutty with your child? Uh, I mean, I just showed my penis to neighborhood kids. Okay. Yeah. If you, if you dress slutty, they'll run away. Right. Yeah. You have to lure them in. Quite literally, yes. To the Candy library. and a normal <laughs> outfit, and then... Quite literally. Were you yeah. just wearing a trench coat? That was it? You just open it up and flash them? Yeah, pretty much. And then they're running away all scared, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was Halloween. You didn't want to be scared? You don't want to be scared. I'm the asshole. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> everyone, um, tune in to Softcore History with Rob Fox and Dan Rochester. Yeah, we're getting back into uh, kind of the uh, foundation of our podcast tonight. I'm another weirdo. Yeah, weirdos. Be doing that. Plenty of weirdos in history. Uh, obviously, rate, subscribe <sighs> for this channel here, Drinking Bro Sports. Yeah, keep moving us on up. Uh, both the channels are doing great. Uh, make sure you follow on Instagram, too. A lot of good clips and content on our Instagram. You get our picks. You don't even have to listen to our podcast. Yep. No, yeah, that's really all we're good for is our picks. We're just here to make you money uh, in s- some sort of sports wrapper. No, mm-hmm. we're trying to entertain, too. You know, the picks are f- for the birds, really. Yeah. True. I got to poop. Uh, Bill Schofield says they were probably just experiencing snow blindness, route. So that's a good burn. That's a good burn. I do have a very white penis. Yeah. You and, you and Corey Sanders. I can only I can only imagine if I, I'm wondering if your penis is lighter than that hat. Uh, well, there's only one way to find out. All right, get under the desk. <laughs> uh, for Giorgio and Dan, I'm Rob. Uh, we'll uh, catch you later today. We have a ep- uh, probably I assume live episode on on main drinking bros, mm-hmm. and then um, this week the first uh, college basketball episode airs. Cause really? Co- oh, I better start. Reading. College basketball preview starts. How'd it look? Yeah. Tastes like bleach. Um, yeah, we have our college basketball preview uh, show this week, and then the college basketball show will start because it's November. It's bas- college basketball season now. Sick. Fucking, let's fucking go. All right. Well, till then, take care. Sweet. <laughs>